What's up, Darksiders? Welcome back to the Dark Side Casting Couch. I'm David Vienna. What? I'm Matt Elias. Yeah. Welcome to the Dark Side Podcast, episode 38. What are we doing? It's a casting couch. So it's like. I know what a casting couch is. All right. But if we, the first one to leave dead air on the mics today gets fucked hard afterward. And not in by, a good wait, way. Wait, wait, by who? Nah, we'll figure that out afterwards. I see you trying to hurry up and not leave any dead exactly, air. Exactly. Exactly. It's a game. It's a, it's, a, it's a good game. I don't like it. Well, <laughs> you almost lost there. All right. All right. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, what's, what, what's this episode? We've got a dark side movie review coming in hot on, what is it? Rob Zombie's Three, Three from, from Hell, Hell. which yeah. is unlimited release right now. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. By the time this podcast is out, it's going to be over. You're not going to be able to see it. Perfect. Yeah. So Three days only in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, it's interesting. So you saw the movie last night? I did. Went to the premiere. Okay. Got a free poster from it. That's cool. Yeah. It was did pretty you nice. Bring the poster? I didn't. Um, well, that's strike one. Well, yeah. There was a sticker, too. Didn't yeah. bring that. Um, All right. So uh, go ahead and give us your, your thoughts on the movie. Did you take notes in the movie? Uh, mental notes. Mental <laughs> notes. My memory is a notebook of wonder. So, yeah. Um, but basically. I like the movie, okay. and that's it. Move on next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> how many out of how many out of ten is that? All right. Um, did you get Did you come up with a score? Uh, I'll I'll come up as I'll come up with it as we go because I kind of have one in mind. But yeah, it's um. All right. If you don't know about this movie, it is the third installment to Rob Zombie's House of One Thousand Corpses: The Devil's Reject series. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. It was a lot of people were skeptical about it simply because if you've seen The Devil's Rejects, and I'm just going to spoil it for you because it's been out since 2005, so I don't really give a fuck. But at the end of the movie, they get shot the fuck up by police in like this epic, like end scene battle, basically. And it really just ends with that, with like clips of them just getting shot up to hell. Like you see the bullets going in and everything. You would not expect anyone to survive this, right? But they did. So, spoiler. Well, it's not a spoiler. You, I know. You, you, you know they're alive. I'm being facetious. You see it in every teaser. Yeah. So it follows the uh, after that, basically. Like, it's kind of like the beginning. Like, the first 15 minutes or so of the movie is kind of like is set up as like news style, like journalism footage of like how of like what had happened after that whole scene, like uh, how they survived um, the trial that they have to go through, all that stuff. It gets a little bit into like what each character has to Isn't like. Isn't that how the first uh, movie started? Newsreel footage, the uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, or maybe it was Devil's Rejects. No, it was. Uh, it was. That was. Um, fuck, which one was it? That was. Uh, it wasn't the beginning. Beginning of the Devil's Rejects. It was like. Uh, but they used that. They used that whenever they were um, like going, whenever they busted them and were going through their house. That's right. And, like, it was like all that stuff. That's yeah, right, that's it was right. just like, it was like the in after. the middle of the movie. Right. Yeah. No, it was like it was the end. It was oh, the beginning. The it was like <laughs> the end. The beginning. What is it? it? It was the beginning. It's like not like right at the beginning. It's about like 10, yeah. 15 minutes or so into the movie that that happens. It's like the setup. Yeah, because that movie right. starts with like an epic gun battle and shit, and then just goes into that. Yeah, that's right. With them getting busted and a few of them escaping. Okay. But go ahead. What I, I liked, I, I personally, I love this movie. Um, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. I have like I grew up watching Rob Zombie movies, so I mean, I already figured I was gonna like it, depending on like how it, like how it goes and everything. Um, but I kind of pretty much knew I was gonna enjoy it no matter what, and I did. So, basic. Um, 
Hmm. What else do I want? It's kind of hard, like, because I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm trying to, like, find out ways to, like, go about this. Um, okay, I'll go into it. The cast is really fucking good. Um, he did it. He cast a lot of good people, a lot of, like, because, uh, like, with him, he, he he reuses actors in, like, every one of his movies, basically. And there's, yeah. also, there's always, like, a few like add-ons like each movie so some characters that he did in 31 his last movie are uh, playing characters in this one now basically okay um the one see i don't know if i really want to spoil like i I don't know how to okay okay, basically it's like the three of them it's called three from hell basically right the three people are otis driftwood the uh the one main character from the first two Mm -hmm. baby which is rob zombie's wife sherry moon zombie her character she was in the first two and then there's a new addition with their half brother who helps them along the way basically he's like he's like a he's like a newly written in character and everything yeah captain spalding is also in this uh sid Haig, but it's a very small part because oh, Sid really? Haig is old as fuck now, dude. And it's like, it's very like, it's terrible to like, like, cause like he, like with his scene in the movie and everything, he just looks really bad. And like, I, I honestly think it might be his last movie. Cause like, he's looking, he's not looking good. And it was hmm. hard to even get him. I know like with the stories, it was hard to get him in this movie too. Cause he's been having health problems and had to go through surgery and stuff too. So he's not looking the best and he can't really do as much as he could like back in the day, but they did still, but I like, in my opinion, I think he wanted to do it simply because Sid Haig is known as like a cult, like hero, basically like he's in a shit ton of B movies. He was in a lot of black exploitation movies. He's in like little like cult roles. Like he's in like a kill bill volume two with Tarantino and stuff like little things like that. He's well known for captain spalding like that whole routine like that's his most well-known one i think right. so i think for him to even be in this it's like it's basically just for the fans like the show love and support to the fans because he's really into that like he goes to comic cons like still a little bit like i don't know as much like this year but the past few years like he would go to like little conventions and stuff and dress up as captain spalding because that's just just who he was and like what he loved doing dude he mm-hmm. was just like he's really like about his fans and stuff so of course he's in it and everything and it's like i love the little like dots and connections that they did from the devil's rejects to this because there's some stuff in there like there's some characters in there that you see like be revisited and stuff that you weren't expecting them to be in here and shit and then um the story is really good uh the only complaint i had about anything with it is um it could have been a little bit more gruesome for me but maybe that's just because i'm so desensitized with everything it might just be like normal but i mean it there was some gruesome parts still and some great violence and like well and well done and everything Um, do you think that you wish it was more violent just because you're a degenerate or is it actually less violent than the last one um it might be a little bit less violent than the last one, but like not by not much though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I do like to see it like, because I like especially I mean, with there like, was some pretty serious gore in the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, it's like some torture. Yeah. sequences and stuff. There are some of those, but it's not as heavy as it was in that okay. one, basically. But it's still the gruesome. There's still definitely some gruesome parts. He added a little bit more comedy to this one too which I liked. I really liked it. It, like, it was kind of like it made light of certain situations and it made a lot of people laugh in the theater mm-hmm. because literally, dude, this theater was sold out last night. There I'm was sure not it was. one empty fucking seat in there and there was two screens playing it in this theater. So like, I think every single seat sold out in that. But Is I was this. So it's, it's in theaters for three days. Do you know if it's going to do another run? 
or is this just it? As far as I know, no. As far as I know, this is it. Interesting. Like, Why do you think that is? Do you know anything about that? I don't. Um, he was on Rogan yesterday, and I've I've only made it through a quarter of the episode, so I don't know if he's talk if he I haven't got like to see it. touches it like on there and everything. But as far as I know, like, dude, he kept it so well under wraps that like. Like I'm a movie fucking nerd and I know a lot about movies. Like whenever I first go see him, I most, I mainly know like the plot and what's going to happen and everything already. But this one, it was like the trailer doesn't even tell you anything. It's just like a bunch of little clips and it gives nothing away. Like that's like what I like. Right. I love much of a trailer. So, yeah. It's like a teaser. Long yeah. teaser. And I love that so much because like it was literally like there was no way of spoiling this. No one knew any information about it whatsoever. So like the Breaking us, Bad movie. Yeah. So all of us sneak, last night going up. into it, like had no idea what to expect, like loved every fucking minute of it. Just like ho- like got you hooked from like the get go. Basically, it was just a, it was a great fucking time. And I think like um each each night has its own gimmick. So like last night, I think it was like the first 50 people in the theater got a free poster and sticker and stuff. So that's like how you got we your got poster. Yeah. Cool. Tonight, I think, was tonight the 18th? No. Tomorrow night, the last night that it's running, they're doing a double feature. They're doing The Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell back to back, basically. Sweet. So it's like a good refresher course. And then you go right into this new movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, But... uh. Yeah, the shots that he did, even like he added a little bit more of his artistic side to some of these shots and everything. It wasn't about just like the gore and the story and stuff. Like a lot of the shots he used, especially at the last end battle, are really fucking good. Like as like he used a lot of like dramatic effects in it and everything to make it draw, to make you just be like, oh, fuck yeah, like this is awesome and shit. So <laughs> that's what I liked. He took a lot of like stuff, like how like how he would do from Lords of Salem and put it into this a little bit. Like, so it was, I liked that Rob a Zombie's lot had too. a lot of movies under his belt since yeah. he made The Devil's Rejects. So yeah. I'm sure he's got some new tricks up his sleeve. I didn't see The Lords of Salem. It's or good. 31. That's actually. his best movie. Like, that's what? his really? best movie for sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Shot selection, story, everything. Like, that now, is his best I haven't seen movie. it. I know the reviews are bad. Really? Yeah, I think it's. I'll check, but I'm certain that it's low. See, on, uh, that would make sense to just like a normal like person. But if you're like a Rob Zombie fan and like love like every, because I like I don't dislike any Rob Zombie movie. Basically, I love them all. And, I'm um, not crazy about House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, I love that movie. It's just for what it is, it's good. But I'm not going to sit down and watch it repeatedly. Yeah. Devil's Rejects was really good. I would watch yeah, that again. Yeah, that one is my favorite by him. The Devil's Rejects is like my favorite. Because yeah. that movie I liked has his like, Halloween remake too. Yeah, no, and a lot Halloween of people too, shit on that. I didn't like it. See, I like it. I, w- I was the same way for a while, but then like I rewatched it like um like a few, like five years ago or so, and I, mm-hmm. I found a whole new appreciation for it, basically. And a lot of people shit on his um version of Halloween, including John Carpenter. Yeah, simply because like everyone was like, oh, he put too much thought into like Michael Myers, like young life. You're not supposed to like dig into Lords of Salem is 46 percent. So it's like half and half. Okay. Roger Ebert liked it. He gave it three out of four. Yeah. See, and he gave uh, they gave um, three from hell four out of four. Nice. Yeah. So that's like what got me and my roommate really interested in the first place because we weren't expecting that at all. The only time I think he's ever given anything a four out of four with zombie was uh the devil's rejects that got a four out of four too basically but um i'm reading here um lords of salem was the first film that uh rob zombie actually had full creative control um since actually it's the first one ever it's the first one he had full creative control it looks like really yeah, it says, I thought he uh, had it for a th- House One Thousand Corpses too, but I could be wrong. Mm, 
Yeah, let's, that's what this is saying. This okay. is from uh, RogerEbert.com. Okay. Um, from the review from Lords of Salem, which this is six year. This is a six year old article. Yeah. Um, it says that uh, the Weinstein brothers drastically re-edited both of his Halloween movies against Rob Zombie's wishes. That would make sense. He's kind of gotten fucked over with his movies for like a long time. Too. Now that makes you want to see. Is there a director's cut? There's an unrated version, I think, of the Halloween. Or wait, no. Or do you mean Lords of Salem? I'm talking about Halloween because I says think there's an the Weinstein version. brothers like hacked up his movies. Yeah, I don't know. Then I don't know if there would be because I never knew about that. In all honesty, Halloween two, I didn't hate it, but um, it was like I just thought it was kind of a mess. It's but, unique. It's very yeah. unique. That's that's what like that's I'll, what I liked about the, it with uh, my rewatch. Death scenes, the killing scenes in it were awesome. Yeah. Like, you could feel the stabs. I yeah. saw that movie in theaters. Dude, it was like, really well done. That's the one thing that he has going for him, dude. He can make some creative fucking death scenes and, like, some yeah. really gruesome, gritty fucking deaths. Like, that's, like, the best thing about oh, his yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. He's great for that. And, like, do you know his whole story about, like, um, like how, how the, whole, the whole controversy with House of 1000 Corpses? No. All right. Well, Let's he hear um, about it. Well, they gave him, like, uh, the, like, the get-go. It was originally from Universal that he was going to release this movie like out of and universal mm-hmm. wasn't really a big horror um like outlet they did more like you know more family oriented and shit like that you know it wasn't at the time it wasn't a big horror haven or anything so right. he makes house 1000 corpses they do a test screening and everything and immediately he knows it's bad because like the people the company calls him is like yeah we have to talk tomorrow like after the first test screening that they had and they were basically like, yeah, we're not releasing this. Uh, <laughs> Universal completely. He was like, uh, it, it was like, it was too extreme. And House of 1000 Corpses for the time, dude, back in the early 2000s, it was very extreme for its time. It was pretty like, gory. It, it, was, it was like gory. It was like, kind of, it was like really fucked up. Like this whole family of like backwoods, hillbilly, redneck killers I don't know. and I mean, shit. That's why one of my issues with that movie is just that. I mean that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's like it's, but it's like a it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre on rehash of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and it's trippy. Yeah, but it's like um, it was gory, but it was like it was intentionally like a like a retreading of that. Yeah. So they said they won't release this movie. He says, "Fuck it, okay, just give me the movie. Then I've made it. Like I put this much time into it anyway. Just let me have my movie." They give him the movie. They release all the rights to it. Lionsgate ends up buying it, and Lionsgate are like one of the kings of horrors, basically. Yeah, right. Besides Bloomhouse Productions and everything, they they released a lot of great horror movies throughout their time. Like Saw came from Lionsgate. This came from Lionsgate. Like Lionsgate does every single Rob Zombie movie. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't I don't know if Hostel was through Lionsgate or not. I forget in all honesty, but Lionsgate was always like really good with horror and like really fucked up shit so they grab it but it's funny now you know how like universal studios has like halloween like haunts now like ever through uh october and stuff they do like um like horror nights and shit like that with different themes i didn't know that house of 1000 corpses is like a theme there this year they have like a house of 1000 corpses based maze that you can go through and stuff but i thought if they released the rights how did they would they buy him back because like they it was like they brought him back and was like gave him creative control to do this and like he even thought to it actually was, do this ride thing. To, it was, it's not a ride. It's like a maze. It's like a haunted maze. Sort but of Rob thing Zombie's involved in the maze. Yeah, he he oh, made it and cool. created it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And it's like he even like said on Rogan, he was like, he was like, yeah, it's like funny being at Universal when it's like, yeah, you guys like ditched my movie like at the last second, but like now we're here making a thing. He was like, he was like, I don't mind. It's pretty cool, but it's just funny to me and everything. Right. And I thought the same thing because like, dude, that's what I, I always wanted a haunted house 
based from Rob Zombie something. Like, all these horror icons got to do it. Like, you know, Eli Roth got to do one in Vegas about, like, five, six years ago and everything. I didn't know anything about that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it was, like, I think it only lasted, like, it was only, like, a little, like, a year or so that it was out, but I don't think it was supposed to go anything beyond that. Tom Savini had the one here in, um, right. uh, Manesson, I think mm-hmm. it was at and everything, because he has, he does the whole special Demon effects House? school. Is that what it was called? No, that Demon House is still around in Charleroi. Oh, that's something different? Yeah, they, it was, uh... Tom Savini was in the title. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, uh, okay, I and, remember that that Tom Savini had like a like a haunted house out there. Yeah, but I always I never said went growing it, up that like Rob Zombie would be like perfect to like make a haunted uh, house. Yeah, like he would be like the best one to do it. In all yeah. honesty, with his mind and shit, he seems like such a cool dude too. He is like he's like he's like he just seems like a really like laid back and just like someone you can have yeah yeah, like someone you can i would love to talk to him about film dude because like his film knowledge is crazy especially like grindhouse cinema and stuff like that like insane knowledge of that shit and uh, you can tell through like his movies and stuff because like all of his movies are based in like the 70s like later times and shit basically the lords of salem was based in modern time and everything and i don't and i think I don't know when Halloween was supposed to be based out of. I think that was based in more modern times, and I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you mean the Halloween the t- remake? Yeah, I think it I think it was based cuz like when I don't know. Cuz when they showed Michael as a kid, it was like the 70s and stuff, but then it was like as yeah. the years grew, it was it it was more of a modern time. Are I you think. actually going to give a score for uh 3 from Hell? Yeah, I'll give I'll I'll give a score for sure. Okay, um, we're working our way there. Yeah. Okay. But um yeah, and also Sherry Moon's performance in this is I think it's one of her best. Really? Yeah. Cuz she's I mean that's his wife and she he puts her in everything. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't good in like, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. I thought she was. Especially in Devil's she Rejects. She was cheesy. Well, yeah, it's cheesy like, acting. Yeah. Now, I don't know if She's a really secretly a really good actress and was being cheesy on purpose. That's possible. I think it's more of the character of Baby, like because she's kind of like that's not what I mean. Like just it just was cheesy acting. Okay, you know, and I thought that it fit because he was making like a B horror movie. It was supposed to be kind of like yeah, you know, like Evil um, Dead or something. But this one, like she kind of like because she has to. She's more like crazy in this one than anything for like being in prison and stuff and being like isolated and everything. So like she had to bring that out in this character and she does a really good fucking job. Like she's, it's impressive. Like, all right. With her being that, like, that's intriguing. She is. Yeah. Is it still uh, cheesy? I don't think so. I the don't movie think it's, itself. Is it still kind of like a B movie sort of, I mean, it's got, I mean, be, it's like, it's uh, like, like a B extent. movie vibe and everything, but it's, I don't think it's like that cheesy, cheesy or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's not I, too serious. No, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really like that. I wish I could see it again, like in all honesty. Like I'm I, I want to watch it again, like really bad. I'm not gonna be stuff. able to see it. Yeah. And, and, and well until it you know until, you until get it, it comes out, yeah. But I just don't know how he's doing like like how they're making the money with it. Cause he said he only released it like in a thousand theaters, um, three nights, and that's it. And I only know of two theaters around here that it was being it. It was in Monroeville and uh Robinson. I went to the one in Monroeville, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if they're going to, because that's like, I, I, it's just weird. Like I just, I've never seen her to someone doing this, like releasing like a movie, like just for three days and it's just, it's gone then. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but like, uh, 
I'd rated it about um, an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Eight and a half, nine out of 10, like in, in, in that range right there. Because, and I have a few ideas of what they're going to do, at least in my mind, what I want to see them do with this. Because basically, they the ending is set up to where they could make another one if they want to. That's what I was unsure about. I wasn't unsure if this was going to be the like the last one of this series or yeah. what he's going to do. But the only way I feel like he could do this is by two ways. First, um, making a whole new series based on these people, not these three characters. Now, um, it has to be a whole new series because the Firefly, the Firefly family is basically like done. Like you know, there's it's not really like a thing anymore. Like there's like it's just it is what it is. Or the one, the thing that I want is like an eight to ten episode series based on this. Okay. Simply because it gives you way more, it gives them way more time to span out what could happen to these three, and then it could go into because like me and Nicole were talking about this earlier this morning because she went and saw it with us last night too. She wants to see like a prequel on how they became the way that they are, like how they became this murderous, like savage fucking family that just doesn't give a fuck, but like lives on the outside of society and has everything that they want. Like they don't need anything else. Like they have everything they need and want. So it's just, they live how they live. I, and I agree with her too. I would love to see how this family was like brought up and got to the way that they are, how they became this savage group of fucking murderers. And so that's your series. Yeah, I would. And no, it's not just that. It's like, it's like it would be like done with flashback, like flashback scenes to where it's like half prequel, half them in modern time, like ending it how they want to end it. Because like, and all I, I really did think that this was going to be the last one of the series, but with how it ended, it, it's just, it, it's so open that it could, okay. anything could happen. Basically. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So eight and a half out of 10. Yeah. A eight, hard eight, eight and a half, half and nine. A soft nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, right. um, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm kind of surprised by that. I mean, I knew you were gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you were gonna like it even if it sucked. Yeah. So, Pro, I mean, like, not really, because like I can like, cause, like they're like I rank his movie. I I haven't disliked the Rob Zombie movie, but they're like I. Who, like, what's your uh, least favorite? Hmm. Halloween two. It's either Halloween two, or it might honestly be Halloween two. What are, what are, what are the other ones that come to mind? Uh thirty one. Okay. I still like 31. I think it's a great, like, I think it's a great concept and everything. I like the way he did it, but it could have been done a little bit better. I think could have been way more info given into certain things about that movie. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Halloween two is like, and I'm not hating on Halloween two. It's just like, it's a very unique chapter of that series and shit. Yeah, and no like, doubt. yeah. So the whole thing is like a nightmare. So it's like a trip. Yeah. But like my favorite, like my favorite, like, out of it is the devil's rejects like that's by far like my favorite like that has so much rewatch quality to it and like the ending of that movie is fucking just perfect like it's 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 one of the better movie endings i've ever seen and that's like that's saying something like a rob zombie movie like like based in out i think it was out of like 2005 is like one of my top three endings in a movie basically just because everything is so perfect about it like the use of free bird like i fucking hate free bird but like right but the way he used that is like dude it's like amazing like all the shots he used for that and then just like the way it was like the the drama of it like they just pull up and then all of a sudden like you don't see it at first but there's like a whole line of cop cars and it's just like yeah they're like but you know the the thing about the devil's rejects um coming out when it did and what he was doing 
Um, the fact that nowadays an anti-hero is used more in yes in movies and in you know in like contemporary culture, pop yeah. culture, TV shows. I think there's m- probably more. When you flip through Netflix, there's more shows about anti-heroes than there are about heroes. I agree. For the most part. Yes. You know? And like, I think- uh, you got Breaking Bad, you got Sons of Anarchy, you've got Mad Men, even Mad Men, Don Draper's yeah. an anti-hero. Yeah. You've got um, just all these shows. Yeah. Like Peaky Blinders. Uh, I don't Sopran- watch that one, Sopranos. But- yeah, Sopranos. Oz. You know, yeah. just like all of these shows that are, you know, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Um, So many. And that, it's kind of like almost overdone now. It's like yeah. cliche at this point. Um, it wasn't in 2005. Right. And I and think that's like a lot of people had a, a lot of people were disturbed by the devil's rejects because he no, kind of like yeah. glorified these like psychos, you know? And that was even the way of house 1000 corpses because at the end they always win. And I think that's what another reason why he said universal like took it out because no one is used to seeing like the bad guy win shit. Like right. no good people win in that movie. He's never right. has good people right. winning. Everybody movies. just dies. And, uh, and I thought about, and I was thinking corpses. about that too this morning. Cause it's like, you really like if you're a big fan of that series, you sympathize like you want that family to like survive and like make at this it point yeah. and win. Right. And it's like and they're the most brutal people like they kill like people for fun. They do these satanic rituals all the time. They rape women for fun and all this shit. But you still want them to win like you do not want to see them lose for some reason. Right. And it's just like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like the Firefly family mentality. Like they're just like these group of fucking like just backwoods hick like fucking. If, if you're a fan, if you like the movies. Yeah. If you don't and you just look at it for what it is. Yeah. I see why people don't like it. Well, if you're, a fa- if you're not a like, fan, you're not going to watch it. If you don't, I'm saying if you're watching it and you aren't like sympathetic to Rob yeah. Zombie and you aren't like, it, there's not a lot in those movies to like earn that I could see having an issue with it yeah. to earn actually sympath like in Breaking Bad how like the whole magic of that series is that you know obviously like Walt by the end of the series is just this unlikable despicable human being who just yeah. does the worst things you can think of but I always found a way the, to defend him though y- everyone does and yeah. that's the magic of the show you because you came along with him and it just did all this development to earn it wherein um the uh, Devil's Rejects and then uh, this new one and then in the House of a Thousand Corpses is just like plop there they are mm-hmm. so you like it because of, there's a cult you like him because I'm sorry you are pulling for the here for these anti-heroes kind of just because yeah you you like you kind of have to like be ready to do that before the movie starts and I think that's and if you're a critic who's not gonna be like sensitive to that and yeah. you're looking at it in a more traditional way I could see why you don't like it right and I think that's if you that, just watch that in a vacuum, then it just seems like a mess. It's just yeah. like why, why, like you know what I mean? No, that's yeah, probably I, what Universal was thinking. Because I'm that. trying to put myself in their shoes. Yeah, like, especially back then. Yeah, with uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, they're not going to put a bunch of money into releasing this because like the, people aren't going to know what to do with this, right? Know? But I mean, they gave them a bunch of money to make it. Well, that's I guess. Thing. I mean, the, like, the, now, yeah makes you wonder like was the script changed somewhere along the lines because they had to have known how it ended see i don't think because i even think like he said that they gave him money to reshoot the ending and stuff like that to make it like better or whatever and he was like he was like okay so he rewrote the ending a little bit and like made it how it was but then like once they saw it it was like they wanted nothing to fucking do with it which is like i i thought that was really weird too maybe they were just kind of half-ass committed to it trying to ride on rob's on rob zombie who had some profile as a musician 
Well, I think even so, like I think he said when he had a meeting with them, like he was just pitching this idea to them like half-assed. Like he said he was like when he was pitching it, he was making it up as he was going. And like they said he like they basically like gave him like free go right there and he yeah. was like uh okay. Like he was just like whatever. But I mean, like that's just too. Like he's a dark fucking individual, man. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, like a horror freak. Yeah, he, I mean, even if you listen to his music, it's all horror. Based. Yeah, and it was like he, I like his music. I'm oh, I love his music. I grew up like listening to his music and stuff. And yeah. he even said about his white music, zombie. He, yeah, he even said like whenever like white zombie and them were coming around, like he's not he's not like uh he's not new to critics or anything because he said when white zombie came out these he was reading like reviews saying it's like they were the worst band ever made and shit like that it was just like he was he's been well, used a, to that. that's a little bit dramatic yeah <laughs> but like we said it's like that time of the 80s where like no one was was really doing what they were doing and it stuff. was and very it really against the grain yeah it didn't really catch on for a lot of people until like the late 80s early 90s and shit so i mean like he's he's not like he's it's it's not a mystery for him to like take back criticism and everything so especially when like halloween came out and he got all those mixed reviews i'm I'm sure the strongest um the worst one that he had probably had to deal with was like john carpenter not liking yeah his movie because that, that's like a that that's would like be a tough. horror like hero for that him like, that's tough. really the only reason why he remade it is yeah. because like that's his favorite horror movie ever and he just right. saw it in a whole new light and i would say that like I could play devil's advocate with John Carpenter on that because, and I think the case that John Carpenter had laid out for why he didn't like uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween was that the whole essence of the character Mike Myers and the movie Halloween mm -hmm. that John Carpenter made mm -hmm. was that Mike Myers is like this mysterious and unknowable, just kind of like unknown, like force, unstoppable force. Yeah. yeah. He's a killer. We don't really know why. He's obviously crazy. And you do hear little rumors and stuff. In the movie, they talk about how he killed his sister or well, something. No, yeah, you see it in the beginning of the movie, like him killing oh, yeah, his they, sister Oh, yeah, they do show stuff. him. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, like... Yeah. But like, they don't. What they don't do is explain why. We don't right. know why. We just know but, that he is what he is. But you, they don't really explain why in... He doesn't really explain why in uh, Rob Zombie's version well, either. wasn't it... Didn't they like hint that it had something to do with like his mother and being a stripper and all this background stuff? Not really, because like it was like, like yeah, he dealt with bullying and shit from like kids knowing his mom was a stripper and stuff. Okay, like, yeah. His his stepdad was a fucking piece of shit who hated him and all this shit. So he had like angst and everything. He was killing right. like animals and stuff. Well, that when right he there, was a kid provides like the the background as to why he would. Where you don't get that in the original movie. It's but just, it's like you know he was a kid and you know he did this and that's it. But it, it's not like it doesn't explain like what went through. Like it was like it was like all of a sudden like he just it, it's like he turned into a different person basically. And they kind of hinted that like whenever like he whenever he's a kid and like in uh, the remake and he's in the psych ward and um he like uh, asks his mom like how like his sister is doing and all this shit and like. His mom doesn't really know how to answer it because like she's like, oh, you don't know what you did and right. shit. So it's like it's kind of like that, like just something well, see, in his that, brain. Just again, that clicked. right there is more information. You know that he doesn't remember it. You know that like so like that kind of background stuff you don't get in the original one. Mm -hmm. John Carpenter and I can imagine if I'm John Carpenter and I made that movie and the thing to me that made that the whole thing work and be scary was that I don't know why. Right. I don't know why. Then if you make a movie that has that spends a good amount of time explaining, you know, because a lot of that movie was background, the the remake. Mm -hmm. I mean, like from what from what was. I recall, yeah, it was a good bit of screen time on that. Yeah. Um, 
you're kind of like deflating the whole concept in a way. No, I, 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 I understand it. that. Having too. said that, I don't know if I entirely agree with John Carpenter. Like, no, it I wasn't don't. all of the, all that bad. Like, no. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, he but did a good just, job. Like you say, it's a reimagining. Right. It doesn't claim to be. This is a remake. Right. Which Rob Zombie would never do. Right. It'd but be it also, stupid to just redo somebody's movie. The thing that makes me upset, like with that whole John Carpenter thing, is too like okay, like John Carpenter, like he obviously like told like Rob he can do it with Halloween and everything, and yeah. then like just trashed it after it was released and stuff. Well, he just this gave his new, opinion. I mean, I don't think he has to pretend to like it if he didn't like it. Well, yeah, but then this new one comes out that was just released like the well, past a, year yeah that's or two. a sequel yeah technically it's a sequel and shit right it's it's in its i was gonna world. ask you about this but he he was he was involved with that one like did the new music for it and everything john carpenter yeah. did but what pisses me off about that like it was only supposed to be this one fucking movie like it was like it was in its own universe where like none of the other halloweens ever existed except the first one yeah and it right was the sequel to that now they're making like- two or three other they're making two new movies based off of this are they yeah so that's Is carpenter me involved off right in there. it well i don't know if he's involved with okay. it but it's the same people well, doing it the first one pro- obviously must have did okay in theaters and that's why they're doing it, well, no, it i did, really liked like, that that halloween seat did you see I, it yeah i did and i like I, it too I liked but it a it's lot. like how the fuck are you gonna do that like if you saw the mm-hmm. ending for it it's like yeah it's michael myers to end like he yeah. blew up right like that's that's it but like how like i don't understand what they're gonna do so we're gonna yeah, have to deal with more bad sequels probably probably, probably. to yeah. this franchise that already has so many bad sequels under its belt already yeah but some of the bad sequels are good and like they have like a great cult following like and everything. good bad yeah yeah like the sixth the sixth one it has a big cult following but it's like really bad at the same so time so what's halloween six yeah what's the title of that um i'm gonna pull out the uh fuck it's that's the one with like it's like a cult sort of thing too like the cult like that follows like michael myers and i know there like was that. i think halloween three actually Season had no, the nothing to do yeah. with michael myers right? yeah um that had, like he was not involved in it whatsoever but that one gets right. a lot of praise by fans now i didn't know this you're, you're you're telling me something new that there's a okay halloween the curse of michael myers yes it has a just so we know six mm-hmm. percent on the tomato meter yes okay but it has a cult following, you're saying. Now, I didn't but, know this. But there's a thing, there's a catch Paul with Rudd, this. Paul Rudd plays Yes, it. he stars in that. There's a catch with this, though. Um, the, the When it was originally released, like the original one, okay. it was completely different from what they planned on releasing. Now they released, with like Blu-ray and everything, they released the producer's cut, which is how it's supposed to be seen. Like so how this, they originally it was one of those things where it was like edited beyond recognition yeah, after and then they were able to release what they really wanted to release like years and years later and i have that one and it's actually good the i re- like it a lot the, yeah like the, the producer's, producer's cut i have it on blu-ray and i really like it like it like is donald what it pleasance is. this was that was his final yeah he, that's he his last one that he's in first starring role by paul rudd mm-hmm. this is interesting yeah because i didn't know that this had a, a cult following like yes that. yeah it has a, that one has a huge cult following huh um I have to watch that. Yeah, it says it was released six years after the previous film. Yes, which is weird. Yeah, they were pumping movies out in the nineties. Yeah, like that. a lot sequels. Um, Miramax, Miramax mm-hmm. put it out. Yes. Hmm. You got it's, me. I'm yeah. gonna watch it. Yeah, it's let good. me borrow that Blu-ray. Okay, I'll bring it over <laughs> next time. Yeah. Right. It's uh, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, the uh, yeah, the other 
the other Halloween sequel, the other Halloween two that ignores all the sequels. Yeah, I really liked it. No, I did too. It was really good. It was good, and especially it was written like by Danny McBride and like David Gordon Green. And isn't all that, this isn't shit. that interesting? It's, it's weird. Like a lot it's of really these comedy weird. people like really like uh, horror. Yeah, because and we talked about this before. Comedians are dark motherfuckers. You yeah. Know? And you that's what like uh, that's what got me interested in the most at the beginning was when I heard that they were involved, like they were the writers for it. I was like, get the fuck out of here! Like they're yeah. they're doing this, like yeah, this yeah. is their thing. Yeah, like it just it just threw me completely. Yeah. But um, and John Carpenter, like you said, was involved in it. Yes, he didn't direct it or anything. No, he was a he producer. Made, he did the I music, think. and the music and the, it slapped. It yeah, was, it, it, was, it was good. It was I mean, good. he's a good musician. I'm not gonna like hate him for that. He's good yep. at what he does. He's more electric too, which is kind of weird. Um. But yeah, the Halloween legacy. The legacy. Literally 30, over 30 years in the making. Going to be, well, it's probably 40. I'd say 40 now. Because I think the first one came out 70, in the 70, 78. Late, late 70s. Yeah, 76 yeah. or 78. Um, 78. Yep. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. 41 years. So the new... The New Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell. It's an 8.5 on the Dark Side Dave meter. Easily. All right. So you recommend Easily. it? I recommend it. Yeah, see it any way you possibly can. Um, if you're a fan of the series, you're you're gonna love it. It's just it, it is how it is. Like if you're like that dedicated to the series, like I've been like I'm like a casual fan. I like Devil's Rejects. I'm not crazy about House of a Thousand Corpses. See, I'm I have not. I have a tattoo of all this shit. So I mean, like I'm a pretty like diehard fan. I've been watching like this shit since I was like in. I think the Devil's. I think I think House of a Thousand Corpses came out like when I was in fourth or fifth was, grade, and I and I saw it like that like that year. This that it was came a out. formative uh, a formative force in the mind of young Dark Side Dave. It really was. A lot of things are. Coming into focus, mm-hmm. making sense for people. Well, dude, when I wa- when I first saw the Devil's Rejects, I uh, I watched that that movie like so many fucking thousand times. times like, in I, a row. I rewatched it so many times. Like, I didn't know if I was the only one that did that with movies when I was like, you know, youngster. No, nah. watched them like a million times. No, nah, dude. It what was... movies did you watch repeatedly? When I was like really young, yeah. Any Adam Sandler movie, okay, uh, that's Dumb honest. and Dumber had a lot of rewatch value for me. Yeah. Uh, I watched American Pie a bunch of times. Yeah, that was one. That was one. Uh, that whole series Fight I really Club. loved. As I a watched kid. Fight Club over yeah. and over. Is, I junior High, that was me. Fight Blow Club. over and over. Uh, another one. Yeah. Another one that I've watched. Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, like all like the Halloweens, the Jason, like Voorhees, like all that. I w- I've been watching those since I was like in kindergarten or so. Scream. Scream was another one that I grew up with. Scream is legitimately a good movie. Yeah, I love that movie. They have. Uh, I'm watching. I'm trying to get through the uh, TV series. Is it right good? Now. It's not bad. In all honesty, I I okay. remember. I know they can't use the mask or something. They couldn't get the rights yeah. to the normal mask. Yeah, it's a different mask and everything. But it's like it's weird. MTV did the first two seasons, and it was done after that. But now Netflix picked it up. And they just released the third season, okay. like through Netflix. Have you gotten that far? You're not there. Uh, yet. No, I I re I watched um the first season years and years ago, but I never finished it for some reason. I just put it down and never picked it back up. So I'm rewatching that right now just to like get familiar with it again. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I li- I like it. It's not like bad. I mean, it's like it's kind of cheesy and stuff because I mean it was like MTV who made it and shit. Like kind of like a teen like it's like PG rated kind of. PG thirteen. Is it for high school girls, basically? Um, a little bit, yeah. But at the same time, it's, I don't mind it. If you're a okay. horror fan, like the in like the movies, you'll like the series probably. Yeah, I am a horror fan. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember when we did 
the most effed up film competition. Yeah. Have you rewatched? And I pretty, there's pretty much zero chance that you have. Have you rewatched any of those movies since we did that? No, they don't have a lot of rewatch value to them in the first place. <sighs> yeah, you kind of got to be in a mood. In a mood, and I don't even know what mood that would be, and to want to watch any of those again. And all yeah. like most of those are movies like you you see them like you see it once, once. or twice, and you're good. Solo yeah. is like one that you probably have to watch like twice to kind of get the whole like yeah message from it but like irreversible can watch it one be done you know what's going on um serbian uh, serbian film. film literally you can watch that once and be completely okay with never watching it again for the rest you of know, your existence yeah you know what happened and why yeah. it happened and everything there's just no think really about that because like it's horror you're a horror fan so am i yeah i really like horror movies yeah. i like good ones i'm not a fan too much of like b horror movies okay for the most part i, I do like, like them, the evil dead and army yeah. of darkness and all that um, I don't really like slasher movies too much. Okay. You know, I like Halloween. Um, I don't really like the, you know, as the, how they degenerated in the eighties and they just became like parodies of themselves. Yeah. I'm not crazy about those ones. I, I like, they aren't so, that good of movies. You know, they were just kind of trying to get teenagers into movie theaters. Yeah. Basically. You know? I like, I just like the cheesiness and shit of a lot of them though. Right. That's my thing. I'm that's like a, a whole other, head, so. like, yeah, but that's a whole other element to it. Yeah. Like the cheesy, movies you know b movies like the the schlock yeah whatever you want to call it you ever uh you ever watch the burning no it's like an 80s slasher movie but it's really fucking good Mm -hmm. like i love it it's like one of my favorite 80s slasher movies like jason alexander's in it and shit like george george costanza's in this and shit wow yeah it's it's interesting really from the 80s yeah okay yeah do you like terrifier have you seen it the art the clown yeah oh i love that movie me too i love that movie i like that that now terrifier is a modern movie but it is basically like they made an 80s Sla- yeah slasher exploitation kind of a but it's it's really grimy oh yeah it's there's uh, some great death scenes in oh, it too really good death love scenes it. it yeah and there's some like just what the fuck moments in that movie too oh, like yeah. especially like when he like when he's like naked and like has like all like he cuts off the woman's like tits and is like wearing them and shit and like doing the whole like weird walk and everything i'm like I was watching that. And I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Yeah. I, I think I actually fell asleep to that movie one time and woke up to that part. And I was like, mm-mm, 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was like, nope. Yeah. So if you hear that and that makes you want to watch the movie, then you're I'm certified. I like, watch that again. I'd like to see it. Today. They're making a sequel. They're making another one. Really? Yeah. I well, saw that's uh, like, the yeah. actor uh, in the art, the clown uh, makeup. Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw a picture, like a BTS picture of it. Well, like art, the clown has been around for a couple different movies. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, all hollows Eve. The one that was before uh, terrifier. Yeah. But and there then, was a, a short film that he was in. Yes. Yeah. Well, that movie, all hollows Eve was like one of those movies where it was like three short films in the one. Right. And he just ended but up. There wasn't like, even a, a before that, there was like a, a really like short 10 minute little, I don't even know what you would call that. It's like a, like ten, a short, a 10 minute short yeah. that he was in. Okay. And that was you the birth of Art the Clown. I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's I didn't good. see that one. It's good. I forget what it's called, but I'm sure you Google it. Where? Find it. I need to find that. It's like then. 10 minutes. It's, it introduces the character. It's like this. Anyway, you'll, it's I 10 think, minutes. You can, you can watch. It. I think I actually want my next tattoo to be Art the Clown related. I was thinking about that. Art the, other the Clown day. is, yeah, I'm He's a fan. He's great. He said, having said, I don't really like the actual cheesy Friday the 13th movies and stuff from the, you know, Friday the 13th was almost, even the first one was oh, like it's, already in that like parody yeah. of movies like Halloween. It is, 100%. And, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even maybe less so that one. Yeah, no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like an, it's it's its, it's, own, its own thing. Yeah. yeah, it's in its own realm. That's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, the first one. Even people the didn't shitty, know what the hell to do when that movie came. Even out. Even the shitty sequels are like so entertaining and shit. Like the second I, one, them, with I Dustin don't really, Hoffman. I don't really like those. Too and it's much, off like, oh, I love them. Yeah. The one has like, Matthew McConaughey in it. Uh huh. And it's yeah. like weird. It's really weird. The one, yeah. uh, uh, Leatherface is a transvestite. And shit yeah. like crazy right. shit, man. Again, I, I, I don't use the right word for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. You dress up like a woman. Yeah. Transvestite. Okay. Yeah. Now, like I said, I don't really like the the cheesy um, self parody sort of horror movies for the most part. Yeah. Now, Terrifier kind of is one of those movies, but it's like dead serious. And yes. It's like disgusting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, it's just like I love the death scenes in that movie. They're really good. They're just they're, they're fucking. Really they take it to another yeah. the, level. Like right in the beginning, where he turns that guy's face into a jack o' lantern. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. The sawing and ha- like when he saws that, uh, oh, it's so good. I was like, fuck. Like watching that, I was like, and my the makeup, and the makeup so. and stuff is really, really well done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the special. That's effects a low are budget really film, good. and they're very, doing that like themselves. I think, like the director does. The, the guy who makes the movie does the art, the clown makeup. Okay. On the actor. That's legit. Which is cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I was interested because I could see that it was so low budget, so I wanted to check out who was doing it and stuff, mm. but it's it's really awesome. Dude, even like the part where he pulls out like a gun and shit, because like a lot of people don't like that when like when yeah. murderers use guns and shit. I was just like... He just does it. I yeah. was like, dude, that's like, that's hardcore. Like, because he doesn't really like, yeah. he only uses it like one time. And yeah, but it's he like, shoots her in the face like 15 million times. Yeah. 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 But, Very uh, gruesome. If you're gonna do it, that's how you do it. Basically. But anyway, yeah, that's that's the uh, so we we did the three from hell review. Yes. We did a little Rob Zombie movie and somewhat music exploration. Yeah. Horror nerd conversation. Yeah. That's gonna do it for the Dark Side uh, podcast this week. Yeah, I think we're good. And we really didn't have any dead air time, so neither of us get fucked today. So it's Yikes. like, yay! Yikes! Round of applause. Yes. Um, and we didn't have to talk about Donald Trump. You know why? Because we decided not to. Yeah. And we're still not going to. I was going to say, you kind of brought him up, so technically we did just kind of talk about him, but. Yeah. But that's all I'm doing. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. That's it for this week's episode. Yeah. Follow all the good stuff, social media, you already know. Dark Side Podcast. Um, yeah. Don't think there's anything else. That's it. I'm David Vianna. I'm Matt Elias. Later. Late.